When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good, my good people? Look, it's your boy, Big Perk. I'm on here with my NBA OGs, my big bros, Bonds and Sheen. Let's get technical. Sponsored by Ball is Life. Look, it's going down. If you knew better, you'd do better. Tune in. Yes, sir. And we back again with another episode of Let's Get Technical with our brethren, Kendrick Perkins, who I fought with down in the trenches. You know what I mean? Our big man, our brother. So, yo, KP, we just going to hop right into it, good brother. What's your thoughts on this draft? Who was the winners? Who was the losers? Yeah. First of all, she, Bonzi, what's up, my big bros? Hey, happy to be on. Look, she's still rocking. Look, I ain't going to get into it because he got Jamal Charles on his back. So I ain't going to even be a hater right now. Although, yeah, look, y'all didn't do nothing defensively. <laughs> we we, we going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Okay, cool. cool. Look, you know what? Listen, I'm going to tell y'all something about this draft. A lot of teams were winners. This is one of the deepest drafts since 2003 or 9-6. When you look at the talent, in my opinion, this might be the most athletic draft in NBA history. Uh, you look at the Rockets. I think the Rockets won all the. First of all, let me say this: the top three picks, top three teams, they all mm-hmm. won. Yeah. You got Jay Cunningham in Detroit, generational talent. You have Jalen Green in Houston, generational talent, and Evan Mobley in Cleveland, generational talent. Yeah. Like no one would have been mad at Detroit if they would have took Evan Mobley or Jalen Green. Like all that's what I thought they was going to take. Me too. Yeah, but all those, all those guys could have been the number one pick. You know what I mean? Like if Jalen Green would have waited a year, he would have been the number one pick. He almost was the number one pick this season. Yeah. But you yeah. look at, you look at Golden State, right? And you look at they top, they lottery picks that they got. You got uh Moses Moody from Arkansas. Yeah, I like Moses Moody, Coach Musselman down there. Got Absolutely. Right. You got Kaminga that they that they grab. Both of those guys are going to come in and play right away, which that's what Steph and Clay need over there, right? You have yeah. one that's a sniper, one that's just super athletic, man. I'm talking about, like, you know, getting downhill, attacking the paint, and, and on the, you know, a live threat at the basket is what they need. But I think, uh, uh, like, all these teams were winners because the draft was this was that deep. Like, it, it, it goes all the way down. I thought Memphis did a hell of a job of drafting yeah. guys. Um, you know, it just Houston, you needed Jalen Green. Yeah. Right? Like I like Jalen Green. In my opinion, when you look at Jalen Green, he has the potential. Hit yeah. me out. 
He has the potential to be a 6'6 athletic version of Allen Iverson mm. if he reaches his ceiling. Yeah. But if he just falls a little short, then he's going to be a Jalen Brown type player, which you can't be mad at. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. a guy that can get you 25 a night, a guy that's, you know, very like explosive for us going to the basket, and he's very marketable. He's like LaMelo Ball, so he sells tickets. Yeah. Right. And, and, and also, like the other kid they got, Christopher, um, uh, uh, the kid out of uh, Arizona State. Oh, I, Josh Christopher. Yeah, I, I, I really like him. I think he. I think he was a very good sleeper mm-hmm. in the draft. I think Houston did a great job of um, you know, coming up to get him. I like the pieces that they got there with Christian Woods, Ke- you know, Kenya Martin Jr., who's mm-hmm. you know was another sleeper that they that they got. I mean, I think they got some pieces you know for the future. So that's a good call. So, so who are your sleepers in that draft? Who who is that? Who who is a name that people might not really know about that, but they're going to know about here real soon. Well, I mean, I think everybody know about this kid, you know, Davion Mitchell, this young man, yeah. right? Out of, yeah, Davion Mitchell. Out of, yeah, out of, man. NCAA champ, Baylor. Out of Baylor, right? NCAA champ. Yeah, everyone know about him on the defensive side of things. But what people don't realize, he's really good offensively. Like we saw his first summer league debut, and I get it, right? People want to say it's summer league, but he still went out there and I believe had 23 on, like, efficiency. He's a guy that could come in and play right away, and I wouldn't be surprised if he went rookie of the year this year. A lot of teams were really high on him, but you know why they didn't? Why he didn't go top five? He went top ten, and he went number nine in Sacramento. But the reason that he didn't go top five was because they called him "quote unquote" old. Yeah, right. He was a senior. Yeah, he was a senior. But when you talk about a guy that comes in and have immediate impact on both ends of the floor, I mean, Davion Mitchell, he wasn't a sleeper because he's a lottery pick, but. Man, I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if he if this kid went rookie of the year this year. And then here's, they- here's the shit that gets me about him. So, like, as, as you just mentioned, you know, they saying, oh, he's old. You know what I'm saying? He's 20, 21, 22. He's old. He's a senior, right. graduated. But if you think about it, in all reality, yo, if I'm trying to get maybe to a, a, a playoff team, he could be that piece to get him over that hump. Or if he go to a young team, I could be that piece to get them, you know, to that first playoff appearance in yeah. more than a decade or whatever. So, yeah. no, I, I, I feel you with that. He has that potential to to definitely do that. But I don't. it just mystifies me why, you know, they always want to draft the youngest of the younger players. Everybody every year want to run into that Kevin Garnett, want to run into that Kobe Bryant, want to yeah. run into that Daryl Dawkins. You know what I'm saying? Right. That Moses Malone, straight out of high school, yourself having that winning effect. Yo, Y'all, y'all were y'all were a different breed. Y'all cut from a different cloth. It was a different time then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your your mental coming out of high school match those on that NBA level right there as you progressed in your career yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you are an NBA champion in its whole. And yeah. so I think overall, yeah, young young Mitchell and, and you know no relation to Donovan in Utah. <laughs> but he uh yeah he gonna he gonna be all right i think he's gonna be good he's he's for sure to me the sleeper of this draft because he's, he's that that top-notch senior mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you who my sleeper is 
And I think the, I, I, I love what the Bulls are doing right now. And they got that kid out of Illinois. I don't know how to, I don't want to chop his name up, but I'm going to call him A.O. A.O. Yep. A.O. A.O. One of them. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to chop, but listen, I think he was one of the sleepers of the draft for me. I followed him, you know, most of the year, man. That kid is a bucket. And, and what they're doing now, they got Lonzo Ball. They got Zach Levine. They got uh, Kobe. Uh, I can't think of his other name. The Kobe, guy White, right Kobe White. Love Kobe White. Then they got Cut the Afro. And then they went and got DeMar. They went and got DeMar DeRozan. They got Vucevic. I mean, they, they, they got some pieces there, but I love that kid out of Illinois. I think he's going to be a problem. He was my sleeper of the draft because that boy is a bucket. No, he is. He is. And and here's the thing, right? Look, he, he was a guy that in any draft, he probably would have been an early first-round pick. Yeah. And that just goes to show you how deep this draft really was. But yeah. I'm going to say this. The team that won to me, hands down, was the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. All right, you get Kay Cunningham, who I believe was the most complete player since probably LeBron. When you talk about being able to do it all, he's legit 6'8", yeah. you know, 220 pounds, has that body frame to really put on that more mental. weight, but he has that mental. This man grown. Y'all remember this? <laughs> like, you know, look, the Pistons won, right, because I feel like, you know, they stole the kid from uh, the little guard from Michigan. I think oh, it's yeah. like, uh, from uh, Libby or uh, – Something, uh, yeah, they stole him from Jawan Howard early second round, mm. and then you get the national college player of the year and Garza from Iowa. He went number 52. So you get a big that, oh, yeah. that, that average 20 plus in college, you steal him at 52 because people talking about, oh, he might be a liability on defense and all this BS. Like, I'm like, bro, listen, if he dominated college the way he did. You could work with him. He's just like a little Jokic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, no, no, for real. She, he can I, 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 I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him a Jokic. <laughs> he went. Garza is cool. You know, he he. See the thing about it with him, as as I watched him, you know, against bigger bodies, he had hard nights. When he playing against them smaller bodies in that Big Ten, them thin forwards, mm. you know, he was dominating them. But he has problems guarding athletic players. I see. What um, you know, he does get up and down the floor. He got a nice little touch. You know, I get that to him. But you know, I don't. I don't know. I think he's going to struggle in the league, man. Because now you're talking about every night you're going against cats for one that's going to be taller than him. Because he only what like about six eight, six nine. Yeah. You know, he yeah. ain't as tall. He ain't no six ten. So you're going to be going against cats that's taller than you every night, man. And he's going to have to find his niche on how to be successful in this league because. These kids get up and down, man, and they athletic as shit, dog. No, I agree. I got, I got a question for both of y'all. Like, two guys that I call my NBA OGs, right? You remember, you remember, like, in the time that y'all were coming in and even in the time that I was, I came in in 2003, if you had a, you had a baby at the time, it was somewhat of a knock, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right or am I wrong? Because I was having- Are you right. It was a knock on you, right? It was like, oh, if you had a baby coming into the draft or a child early, they were kind of somewhat calling you immature. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm at the draft. I'm at the, I'm in the green room, and I'm seeing a lot of guys that had that have babies right early, and now we appreciating them and saying that oh, they're very mature. Even like K. Cutting now, I even said it, like him having a child and him. His daughter is like, 
oh, it's a different maturity level. But back then, we were getting killed for that type of stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. It, it was hard because I know for me myself, you know, I had kids young. Me too. Um, but you know what? I never. I always said fuck you to everybody else who criticized me for that. Because you know why? Right. I always look at it in the long run. Because like right now, even right now, I'm 47 years old. If I want to, my sons is 36, 26, and 24. I still can go out there and play some pickup games with them. You know what I'm saying? Still do right. physical things with them. Yeah, man, so what? I had them early. You know what I'm saying? But look. I still can go out and do that shit now. You know, that to yes, me, that's all part of that enjoyment, man. But you know, it's crazy though, because they thinking that we're being immature, but and we all know as fathers that don't nothing else grow you up and having a baby will and being and right. the responsibility of being a father. So I never understood that purpose. That was interesting because that right there is a bit the bit the biggest and the best job you ever gonna have in your life. Yeah, so yeah go ahead, Perk. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying because. I just remember, like it—it it was kind of like a knock back yeah. then, which was a which was. was a bad thing, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, look, we all know how it felt coming out of college and, and high school and what we were at the time and things to that nature. Like it wasn't no secret what was going on. Like we were them dudes, and that happens. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, not act like shit was foreign. Like you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like oh, something was going. On. Like no, like shit was happening. Yeah, but it's good though. I just I wanted to ask y'all there because that had that thought on draft night. I'm like, man, we would have got killed for stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let me ask you this, Perk. With with mentioning a lot of the young great talent that we just talked about, right? You know, the K Cunningham's, the uh the E Mobley's, the Kamingas, you know. Who do you look forward to seeing play in this summer league out here in Vegas? Oh, um, it's, it's a lot of great talent. It's, it's, hey, I'm gonna tell you this. In my opinion, I think this might be the summer. It's the most dunks total oh. in NBA summer league. Oh, for sure. Oh for yeah. Sure. I mean, it, like I said, she like you look at it. This is the most athletic draft. You know what I mean? The most athletic draft probably in NBA history. You gotta think about this. 41 guys went to the that was at the combine had a 35 inch or high vertical leap. Yeah. One of them set the record. Yeah, one of them set the record with a 48 inch vertical. You had a guy like uh damn, what's the kid named Jericho Sims that's from Texas. Yeah. Late, I think he went late second round or early second round. He had a 44 inch vertical, right? This is a guy that you're talking about knocking his head on the rim. You know, like, yeah, this little dude jumping, these cats jumping out the gym. But man, you know what? I'm I'm interested to watch Evan Moe. Yeah, I'm telling I'm you, hey, hey, this this young dude is special. And if he stay locked in, and he plays the center position, mm -hmm. like if he if he has the mental of I'm going to come in and be a center that could do guard things. I, I said this, and people may be thinking I'm reaching, but he has that ceiling of being a modern day Bill Russell with mm -hmm. steals because he's that athletic. He's yeah. seven one, seven four wingspan. He's athletic, big, real mobile, can run the floor, great handle. You know what I'm saying? And he covers the basket like for his blocking shots. He's sending that shit. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and people yeah. Are like, oh, you overreacting? I'm like, no, I'm not overreacting, but I'm saying. 
if he reaches his ceiling, he has that potential. I think so because look, I, he's playing with a good young point guard too, and Colin Sexton. Yeah, I like Colin. Colin is tough. You know, he he's again. He got, he got better. He's that, got that better too. Mental, yeah. young, he's gotten better. You he can see. Better. And I, I had Colin when um you know when I was doing the Nike camps a few years ago, and yeah. I saw the progression in his game. All and right. From then until now, you know, it it was destined. You know, we all was expecting it, but now he's playing with a good big man who can pick and pop, who can pick and roll, who can D up, you know what I'm saying, who can guard other uh, uh, athletic power forwards or other bigs out on that wing, such as the Jokic, yeah. you know, who can huh, dish that right. thing either way. Yeah. So, right. oh, man, I can't wait to see that one, too, right there. You know, that's going to be a hell of a pick and roll. <laughs> right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you who I'm excited to see, man. I, I I spoke a lot with his coach this summer, this AAU coach out of Team Sizzle out of Minnesota, but I'm looking forward to seeing Jalen Green – I mean, Jalen Suggs, I'm sorry. Ooh, yeah, man, I, 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 I love Suggs, man. He's a dog. And he he looked – his coach looked me in my eyes and said, Bonzi, he's one of the toughest motherfuckers you're ever going to see on the court. He <laughs> said he's tough. He said he's a I dog. So that's – you know, ever since he told me that, I watched him in the, um, you know, in the, in the NCAA, and I was like, oh, yeah, he got something. But he was like, Bonds, I'm telling you, you ain't even seen the ceiling yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing I'm, – I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him play because he got some shit. Yeah, he do. He do. He's a – you know what? I was surprised that Toronto passed over him. Me too. For the kid from Florida State. And, I look, no knock on, 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 on the young fella from Florida State. I, I like him. Yeah, but but man, when you get a chance to get a guy like Jalen Suggs, a six-four PG, True. right? That already has the vision. Yeah. That already has the tenacity, right? And he's going to continue to get better. Hell, the motherfucker was what all state in football and basketball in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah he won Mister Football and Mister Basketball. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> man, man, and like, and what he did as his freshman year, you're looking at a guy like. And, and you got to make these comparisons for the younger generation to understand what you're trying to say. But yeah. you're looking at like a little, uh, a better shooting Russell Westbrook with less athleticism. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that 6'4 frame, able to distribute. He could really rebound at the point guard position. And he's get buckets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree. I like, I like Jay Suggs. You know, he's a... Uh, He's a good solid player. Um, again, good size. As, as you just mentioned, I'm with I'm with everything you said about him, Perk. I'm looking forward to seeing um myself because I think it's a little personal for me. I'm looking Uh-oh. forward to seeing the Wizards so I can see what my young fella uh Isaiah Todd do. And mm. I'm looking forward to seeing the Blazers. Um, of course, you know, my brethren, uh my brethren Chauncey Billis is out there, and yeah. you know, I want to see what 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 they do because they also drafted my other young fella, Greg Brown. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm real interested really with what Portland does because I want to see Chauncey's head as, as a head coach. To see <laughs> his I already know as a player, as a player, you know, it's five star or 10, however you want to, you know, yeah. rate the scale, but it's going to be interesting to see my brother as a coach. Absolutely. I yeah. think Greg Brown, Greg Brown, that's interesting. You brought him up. This is why I say college is not for everybody, right? Yeah. He's struggling in college, right? You know what I'm saying? On the on the right, on the right track, but the wrong train. So right. sometimes, sometimes you look at this shit, you like, man, once he gets to the NBA and he yeah. gets get around chance, now you be able to really see what he's capable of doing. Some kids struggle with that college stuff, man. It's just not for them. But you know, once they get to the pros, it is what it is. So 
you we already know he has the athleticism to get it done. Yeah, he's superior athlete. Oh yeah, for sure. The only thing I need him to work on though is going to that basket. You yeah, know, he, right. For, for me and to me, he live and die with that three too much, and at times he struggle with it. It's 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 uh it's hit or miss. When he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. So mm -hmm. I think he has to work on that shot for sure. Getting that gym, work yeah. on that consistency, work on going to the basket. You know, pump fake, uh, two two dribble left, two dribble right. Keep it basic. You know, just. Everyone wants to do so much in this game now. And it's not just him. It's, it's a lot of these young fellas out here. When you got your man beat already, oh, now I got to snatch it back. So now he can come back in front of me. Yeah, and yeah. I can do it. Right. You, know, you, 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 no, you, you, you don't have to do that shit. Like at, at the end all. of the day, Duncan Robinson just, uh. show, show, just showed the world that all you have to do is be great at doing one thing. One thing. Shooting the ball, right? Being the space of being being able to play off the ball and knock down threes, and yeah. you get rewarded for almost a hundred million dollars. The man got five year ninety for being the star in his role. It's not yes. that hard. A star in his role, boy. Wow, wow, that's crazy. Well, well, well was we talking about these new boys? Let's talk about this free agent signing because the free agent mm -hmm. frenzy was crazy, and, and we can talk about a lot of teams. Let's just get right to who we want to talk about. Let's talk about all the stuff the Lakers is doing right now because the Lakers are. They they they, uh, they bringing in a lot of different guys, a lot of different mix, and I'm hearing a lot of stuff in the streets. Some people saying it's going to be cool. Some people saying it's the double A R P crew, and it's going to be rough. <laughs> they call them, man. They call they calling them senior citizens, man. They are the line, man. Double A R P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they killing them, Perk. What you thinking, man? Look, you know what? This this is how I feel when you look at. When you get down to the to a, the playoffs, right, with the Lakers, that's all they worried about, getting to the playoffs. Yeah, You get a veteran group like that, and you tell me a team that's going to beat them in a seven-game series with that much experience and being healthy, right? So I'm looking at – forget Carmelo Anthony, forget Dwight Howard, forget LeBron James at the moment. Just look at Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis, True. right? Russell Westbrook still have about two more years left in his prime. He's only 32. AD is 28. And we already know when AD is at his best, he showed us two years ago. Yeah. When he's at his best and he's healthy, he's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. He could be on both sides of the ball. He's the only guy besides Giannis that could get you 40 and 15 and get you five or six blocks with three or four steals. He has the capability of doing that. He showed us already. Yeah, and man. so when you add the other mixtures, the White Howard, shit, he's still, I mean, he's, he's still kissing the rim. Yeah, when he, he's when he jump. yeah, he's still stupid athletic. I mean, LeBron James, even if he was to move to the power forward position, yeah, he still could go down there and give you 20. Mm -hmm. I mean, on a bad night. And then Melo showed us that I'm okay with being the star in my role. Melo is just a guy that's going to be like a Jamal Crawford, right? Up. It's it's certain guys that it's we know. Offense just add water. Yeah, man. I mean, shit, we, we know this. Like guys that are hoopers and there's certain guys that are basketball players. You look at a guy like Melo, he is just a hooper. It don't matter how old he's going to get. You could drop his ass off anywhere in America. He's going to get buckets. My yeah. thing is about the Lakers is them staying healthy and just getting to the postseason. 
But see, you know, my here, here, here it is. <laughs> it, it goes back to when I was playing, Perk. You know, in 2004. That's the same same thing them, them Lakers did back then. You know, they built that team up. And, and back then, David Stern was calling them his Team Hoff. He called All Team Hoff. did make the Hall of Fame. You know, Shaq, of course, Hall of Fame. Kobe, team Bellman, Hall of Fame. GP, Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? They they had that Hall of Fame roster. They had oh. that. But guess what? If you get a pack of determined dogs, it don't matter, dog. Yeah, but she. It don't matter. She, I, I, but, here, here, but she, you know, Perk, you got, you got a lot of these other teams out here that's young and hungry. And, I get and a lot of a lot of the a lot of the guys on the Lakers, they they tasted that wine, they tasted that fruit already, so they might not be as hungry as Ooh. a Dame Lillard. You know what I'm saying? They might not be as hungry. What? So now we got to go and 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 check it and see what's what. And then here's my other thing about that team. Yes, they are, they are all a bunch of great players. Okay. It's only one basketball. It's only one basketball. At some point, guess what? I don't know. All of their egos, I don't know if they can mix. Oh, oh, oh. She she hating right there. No, I'm not not hating. I'm just calling reality. She's a hater. Look at it. Any one of those guys, any one of those guys on the Lakers can go to another team and be that team's guy, that all-star, that man. Any one of them. Especially in the first five you put out there, I don't yeah, know. But, but at some but, point, your ego gonna come into play. Everybody no, ain't got that cool ego. Everybody no, but, ain't checking that ego at the door. But she, listen, this is what I'm saying. Think about this for a moment. Russell Westbrook, the only thing he has left to do is win a championship. That's it. That's right? It. You don't think he has that in his mind that hey, look. I didn't. I didn't average triple doubles for four seasons out of my career. I didn't win an MVP. I didn't made multiple All Star games. I mean, his resume is longer than the holiday weekend. All right. <laughs> in his mind, in his mind, he said, "Hell, the only thing I have left to do is win a championship." Same with Melo. I feel like. I feel like when I look, when you talk about that 2004 Detroit Pistons team, see, we talking about. One of the greatest defensive teams of all time. Y'all had dogs. Every yeah. team got talent, but they don't have dogs. Like yeah. I'm watching some of these guys. I know. So in order to knock them off, you gotta have that killer mentality. Like you gotta have dogs. Y'all had dogs. It was you, Ben, Chance, Rip, Tayshawn, uh, who Lindsey Hunter. Who else was Elton on that? Campbell, Mike James. D. That's what I'm saying. Y'all had some real live killers. Like, you got to be deep with some killers. I don't really see that in the NBA right now. You may have two or three killers on the team, but you ain't going eight deep when you have killers. And that's what I'm saying, Perk. They ain't got all killers neither, though. All them ain't dogs they bought in there. Some of of them (laughs) some shih tzus and (laughs) all of them ain't Rottweilers. You know what I'm saying? They brought a shit and and Argentinian dogos. No, we ain't talking. All the main big dogs now. Come on, Perk. Man. Come on. We know this. And, and and then here's the other thing about it. You know I'm telling the truth because we played against half of them dudes. 
<laughs> no, but she, but she, this is what I'm saying. And Buns, I want to hear what you got to say. She, but listen to this, right? In 2010, when we lost in the finals, right? Okay. I strongly believe health was our biggest issue. And I'm not talking about me tearing my ACL. People don't realize you went out there and gave us a, a hell of a game. And bro, you your back was so fucked up, it was it was crazy. They don't even know what you had to do behind the scenes to even get on the court and play though, she. Yeah. Everybody talk, but you because you didn't show no signs of weakness, right? But you think about that. KG wasn't really KG like of old because he was, up, he was dragging that leg. So yeah. what I'm saying is at that time, even if I even if I don't. Even if I still got hurt, I feel like if you and KG were still at least 75%, you was playing that by 60-50% with your back at the time, we would have won. Yeah. That's why I was saying with the health and the sacrifice. And, yeah. and, and you know, Perk, to your point, that was what I was going to say. I was going to say exactly that. It depends on who's healthy. You know, we watched, we watched AD – be 50-50 on what's he going to do. Bron, you know, Bron's been, Bron's been stellar. I love Bron, and Bron seems like he takes about 20 games off a year now and act like he has a high ankle sprain or whatever they do, and they look it. I mean, but I understand it. It's maintenance, but I just think that team is just so ready because Bron has always done a great job of controlling every game. He's always got the guys great shots. He's always kept them in it. And you know the star power. We know what we know. What's up with the star power, man? They're gonna keep Bron in there. So for me, if the Lakers stay healthy, I just you know I don't see nobody really messing with them. I mean, I love Brooklyn. I love what Brooklyn have over there. But man, what Bron does, man, what he brings to the table with a, a healthy AD. You have a, a, a maniac like Russell Westbrook that's out there, boom, 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 doing all this thing, and then he brought in some good shooters. So I mean, I'm looking for the Lakers to go for it this year, man, because it's gonna be really, really tough to beat them. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Last thing, Perk, before we let you go, what's your thoughts on USA hoops? Oh Lord. I mean, Kevin Durant. Look, once once they got out of that system bullshit and Greg Popovich, <laughs> yeah, let man, move. Talk, move. Uh, straight up, bro, and, and, and Pop got out of his pop way, meaning trying to orchestrate shit, and KD just decided to, decided to take that shit over. Mm-hmm. Then it was over with. We already know, right, Kevin Durant is arguably the best player walking this damn planet. And I mean, not hell, just in the yeah. yeah, so right. so, so when you look at it, it, nothing's changed really besides, I mean, you had the Drew Holiday and Devin Booker, but now they're playing freely. It ain't that system bullshit no more, man. Like, you know, man, and, and people act like it's the end of the world when somebody say or criticize Pop, like he can't get criticized. Like he had, like... Motherfucker, you haven't done shit since 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 Tim Duncan retired. You know what I mean? So let's keep it a buck, man. Like people get mad when people get mad when you mention or say something about Popovich. Like, yeah, hey, Jesus Christ, you could you could criticize him and what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Them boys were struggling though, man. You know, I, I don't know exactly what it was. I, I, but I'm I'm thinking and I'm favoring that. I think now. Um, European basketball has caught up with us because for sure, if you look at how how them first few games went on, yeah, you could put it on the system, but I also put it on that our guys wasn't getting them favorable calls. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That they get in the league every night. And, yeah. you know, them yeah. European refs was looking at them like, get up, get up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, and they, but, our guys expecting it. So now I, I, I feel you a little bit for sure with KD. You know, uh, what, what do you call himself? Easy money sniper yeah. uh, or, or money easy sniper, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he is. He's going to be that. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I feel he right now. In my opinion, dog, yeah, he's the best player in the world. But but we got to keep it real. The NBA game is nothing but the European game now. And we got to keep it Not real. the way they refed it, though, Bond. No, I'm just talking about the way they spaced the floor. Five guys, mm-hmm. it's just constant motion. Like, you know, they have, they have literally, they have literally phased out the back down big man. You know, like, I, you know, back down big man, you can only play spot minutes in today's game unless you're a Jokic type guy. But the guys overseas, that's what they was born and raised playing their whole life. They know this motion move and everybody got it. So it took us so long to adjust on top of that new that basketball. Y'all know how that basketball feel on USA basketball. That's the, man, come on. You go can't go from shooting an NBA ball to a USA basketball. So they had to struggle. And I just didn't think they would look comfortable. You know, I, 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 watched, I watched the Dame Lillard coming across. As soon as he take one dribble past half, he's looking to shoot. But I watched him run plays. And I was like, ah, oh, they ain't even really look like that. that. He running plays. He ain't looking for his shot. He didn't look comfortable. And the rest of the guys on down on down the line. So to your point, Perk, man, I'm glad they really, you know, they got, you know, like Pop, somebody humbled him a little bit and was like, listen, we got to switch some stuff up. We respect you, but it's time to switch up. And I think that was the biggest factor. Absolutely. And to Sheed, I thought, you know, Bonds, when you look at it about the international, right, players and, and what they're doing just to the NBA, just go back and look at our three MVPs. Our, our last three MVPs, look who won it. Giannis, Giannis, and Jokic. I mean, oh, yeah. seriously, man, wow, wow, this is why I love things like the overtime league. I love guys being able to go to the G League. You know, you now the overtime yeah, league is giving guys the opportunity to turn pro early, make some money. <laughs> But also develop so when they step foot in the NBA, this ain't foreign to them. Hell, Luca been playing pro basketball since what he was 15, 14. 15, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So when you look at it, it's like we behind the eight ball. We gotta catch up because you got guys like Giannis who, you know, we can talk about his lack of shooting ability or whatever the case may be. But that motherfucker ain't going nowhere no time soon. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. That boy's a problem. Yeah, he ain't going – Jokic, he still got three or four, probably maybe five years of that type of level of play, you know what I mean, before he be looking like me like a melted calendar, you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the international game catching up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're a fool, dog. Yeah, you're a fool with it. Yeah, you crazy. Hey, but I want to ask you real quick, man, because I was watching – um. I was watching you on ESPN, and you, and you brought up the Kawhi situation. I really want to play you the clip off my phone, but you said some real interesting stuff about Kawhi. Let's talk about because you're right. We've been giving Kawhi a pass. He's been a very, very quiet guy, so we left him. We leave him alone. But some of the antics he 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 be doing back in our era, them you know we wasn't having that. So what you how how do you feel about it? And she, I'm gonna ask you the same thing. This is what that's what I'm saying, man. Like this this is what I'm saying. I was raised and I grew up under an era where you had certain codes, man. You know what I mean? If 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 shit happens or 
if 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 one of your homies, one of your brothers, pick up the phone and call you, and y'all having a private conversation, you yeah. that conversation ain't they even supposed to leave that once it once y'all hang up, that's it. That's Some, it. Yeah, unless you like, if you don't plan on making nothing happen, like with him and Russ having conversations, if you don't plan on teaming up with Russ, then that conversation should go to the grave with the both of y'all. Yeah. That conversation conversation shouldn't have been used. For Kawhi to go behind Russ back and holler at Paul George and say, "Hey, Paul George, Russ trying to leave. He trying to bounce on you, man. But I want you to come team up with me." And then not knowing that Russ and Paul George was already on the same page anyway, they was in communication. So you do that. All right, I think that that right. Then they talk about the, you know, the helicopter rise to the plane. This is reports that are coming out that are true. Yeah. You know, the helicopter rides and they holding up the plane and guys complaining about, you know, goddamn, I understand franchise guys get special privileges. And it's understood because if you get paid the big bucks, you should be able to get special privileges at time. But it shouldn't but just. Damn. But damn. Right. And then yeah. then I'm looking in the playoffs. I'm like, bro, like your guys down here in the trenches. This is the Western Conference Finals. This is, you know, they battling in the heat. You hurt. And you sitting up in the suite? You sitting up in the suite, dog? Like, you're not, you not down here on the floor. Like, what are you eating in the suite, Bert? Man, he was eating, man. Man, he had he had he had ribeyes, cooked medium well. He had, he had, you know what I mean? What else they had? That crambulate. The corn. <laughs> I mean, look, the man eating good up there, steak and shrimp, wiggling his toes. He really doing his thing in there. And I'm still understanding. Like, so nobody's going to call him out on this? Yeah. It's just like, even, just like Robert Ory just said today. Did y'all see it? Robert Ory yeah. said it today. He said that Kawhi's, what Kawhi is doing to the Clippers and the organization, man, ain't right. Like, he opting out his contract. And ain't giving nobody no idea on what he's doing. Yep. Yeah. A team that gave it up all for you. Now I understand as a player, if you got control, you want to do what you do. But see, my here's my problem. Why players always want to act a fool when it comes down to former players that are African American coaches? Mm. Why players always want to act a fool when it comes down to a guy like T. Lou? Yeah. Hey, you you, you know what it's like? You know what it's like? And I'm pretty sure that both of y'all can contest to what I'm about to say. It's like when, of course, you know, we we play for white coaches in the NBA. Yeah. Let's just say, you know, uh, that coach wasn't able to come that day for whatever reason it may have been. And boom, that black assistant coach steps up. And we like the substitute teacher. Shit. Spit <laughs> across the room and everything. Yeah, I I'm I'm with you, Perk. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, but I think I think what they're gonna have to do, man, is is at some point. Yeah, he is the 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 star of that team, but shit, damn no, dog. I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, damn. Like how much? Like like okay, you coming off of ACL injury. It's like how much you gonna continue to cater to him, and if you, yeah. if teammates, let me ask y'all: if you, if you, if you as teammates, like if you Paul George and you everybody else around him, like as sooner or later y'all gonna be start, y'all gonna start looking at dude a little sideways, like say, bro, like 
What you re- what type of time you really on? I understand. Do your day, but at some type of as some type of form of fashion, you gotta show us that you a team guy or something, right? But, 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 but if you know anything about us, we we, we wouldn't even let never let it get that far. We'd have called him out on the first day. Hey rich, hey rich motherfucker, you act oh damn, you better than us. You brand new. Damn, you can't yeah. fuck with us. We would have right. said him from day one right. to let him know, like, bro, we ain't doing that. Fuck some money. We all got some money. You might got a whole lot of money, but we all got some money from where we're from. So don't be trying to act all like you like you better than us. Fuck that. You know, because you know, we had you no know, we had Scotty Pippen on our team. Man, Pip, you better act like one of us if we're gonna damn near whoop you out here. Fuck them. <laughs> and that's what and that's what we really, really felt. Like, bro, like don't try to handle us. We respect you as our OG. But don't be trying to act like you better than us and all this shit. Cause we all grinding up in here. But we respect you. But don't be, you know, trying to pull the, um, you know, the big time card. So and that's yeah. a great point you brought up. That's why I was going back to the point with she when he said when I was telling y'all about the, like teams having that dog killer mentality. It ain't just it ain't just on the court, but it's just if you go build, are you gonna be afraid to hold guys accountable? Please. Police yourselves in the locker room. Are you gonna be starstruck in your own locker room as a role player? Are you gonna say something right. like that's that's the thing? Like, can yeah. you say something to one of the franchise guys without being afraid to really, you know what I'm saying, yeah. have them pissed off at you? No, nah, like you gotta check that shit. Yeah, yeah, for real. And uh, but yeah, perk man, but we gotta end it on that, man. We don't want to hold you up too much longer, man. But we really appreciate you coming through and giving the insight, man. We we so proud of you every time we see you on TV every day, man. We like looking at our guy out there, man. We just <laughs> we just so excited for you, man. But blessings to everything you do and all your future endeavors, man. We see you doing the AAU big with the kids, man. We love to see that. But man, we love we appreciate you coming through for the second time, man. So man, I, man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Y'all know it's all love for life. Hey, look, Vaughn, just tell she next time I come on, take that Kansas City girl. Look, y'all one hit wonder, she. Y'all one hit wonders. I don't even want to hear that shit. Look, only reason I'm giving him a pass because he repping that four nine today in Jamal Charles. Shout out to my man Beto, too. Yes, sir. Blessing, my brother. Appreciate you, fam. Already love. Yes, sir.